My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful week, day. Um, today we are going to be talking about the mindset of a leader. So I, we recently kicked off show up and lead mastermind. This is my mastermind filled with incredible women of color who are building and scaling their businesses to six figures and beyond and learning how to sell out their services. Now, I started this mastermind with a kickoff event, and the event was three days, and I just went through a ton of content, the process of the mastermind. And one thing that we talked about in detail was the mindset of a leader. Now, the reason I um, named the mastermind Show Up and Lead was because I really was thinking about my journey of like what evolved from when I was making, you know, something around 20K to 200K. Like what is the biggest shift I saw in myself? I also reflected on my own peers. And I really started thinking like what changes when you are on this journey to create massive results for yourself? And one of the things that came up is you really slowly, if you decide, you step into this leader role and it's really, really, really uncomfortable. So that's why I want to talk about today. We talked about it during the mastermind. And what I want you to consider when you're listening to this podcast is how can I show up for myself as a leader? How can I show up for my clients as a leader? How can, I, how can I be a leader in my own business? Because if you're not seeing the results that you want in your business, if you're not selling out the offers you have in the way that you would like, if you haven't, you know, hit your milestone or you if you if you're just feeling negative in your business about the results you're getting, I really want you to take a look in the mirror while I go through this episode and ask yourself, how can I show up like this in my own life, in my own business? That's what I want you to ask yourself today, okay? Besides that, I did want to shout out one of my clients. Her name is Naomi and she, we just had our one-on-one call recently, and she shared with me that she tripled her investment of working with each other one-on-one, 
And she has just done an incredible job. I'm going to have her on the podcast soon. But this woman has had such transformation in our time together. And I think, I mean, she you'll hear from her when she's on the podcast. But what I'm most proud of with her is that she not only ha- is she stepping into really believing that like, oh, I can make money when I want and I can turn off that switch when I want. And like, I actually do get to decide when I make money and when I don't. But what the beautiful thing is for her is her self-awareness is so high that when she is, you know, either spinning out or when she is having like a stressful month or whatever the case is, she now knows how to take care of herself. She recently just booked a trip for her and her husband to get away purely because she knew it was a really rough month and she was kind of in her head. She also, you know, there's a lot of life stuff that came up, regular life stuff. But instead of making all of these things a reason why her business is going this way or making her business results mean something about her or like instead of letting her own brain go ballistic on like how everything might not be working in life and business. Instead, when we got on this call, she's like, I booked a trip. It feels so good. I can't wait. I know exactly what like I need, you know? And that is such a leadership quality. Knowing what you need and then taking the actions to do it and then not making it mean anything about you or yourself as a coach or a leader, as a business owner, whatever the case is. She knows what her body needs, she knows what her mind needs, and then she goes and handles it. And then we we talked about when she comes back of like how excited she is to just like do all these things in her business. And that is what I'm talking about when I talk about leadership mindset is like knowing yourself so well that you know how to take care of yourself. You don't second guess it. You don't make it mean anything. You don't make it mean A, B, and C. You just take care of yourself because you know that you are the biggest asset in your business. So anyways, we're going to be talking a lot about leadership mindset, but I just wanted to shout her out because she is killing it. She also just closed two clients at a new rate and she did it very effortlessly. And I'm just, I'm so honored to work with her and she's also in the mastermind. So Anyways, you'll hear more from her when she's on the podcast. That being said, oh, by the way, she is a health coach. And if you want to follow her ahead of time, her Instagram is Naomi, N-A-I-H-O-M-Y, J-E-R-E-Z. That's her Instagram. And she hangs out on Instagram a lot. She's a food and health coach. But anyways, okay. Let's get started. I want to talk about leadership mindset and um, I want to talk about what came up. So the question I proposed my clients was, what qualities do you see in the people that you look up to? Like in the leaders that you either look up to or you admire, like what is it about them? What qualities do they have? What is it? And I wrote some of these down and they were so, so good. And I wanted to go through them with you. So the first one that someone mentioned was leaders 
grant permission to take up space. I so agree with this. Here's one thing you know about leaders is that they are willing to push the needle. They're willing to take up more space, even even when they feel like, some of them might feel like, they already take a lot of space. Taking up space is incredibly uncomfortable, y'all. Like it is incredibly uncomfortable to take up space. But one thing about leaders is that they're willing to and they're stretching that. They're always willing to take up more space. And by doing that, they give so many others permission to take up space too. I remember I used to have a lot of drama because I'm a business coach, obviously. And I used to have a lot of drama about sharing my business numbers because one, I wasn't proud of them at the time. And two, even when I started really growing my business, I remember feeling very uncomfortable sharing my good numbers, my milestones, because I thought people were sick of it. I was like, I it's like I don't want to talk about me and how much money I make all the time. But one thing I knew was important to me in my journey to grow my business is people who shared their numbers and shared their truth and really shared their money milestones with me or in their content or whatever the case was. They inspired me. And I think they had a huge, huge role as I've grown my business because they were willing to take up space. They were willing to share uncomfortable things. They were willing to take up space. And that gave me such permission to do that for myself as well. And I really feel like taking up space is a domino effect. Like what I mean by taking up space means saying very uncomfortable things. What I mean by taking up space, I mean being your unapologetic self or like putting out layers of that. Like I remember when I came back from a Mexico trip, it was a mastermind in Mexico that I went to and I came back and I had this very bold thought that women of color love investing in themselves. Now, some of you might think that's not like a big deal, but a lot of people in my community and a lot of my clients at the time had a lot of beliefs that their community can't afford their services. A lot of clients that work with me have that type of thinking, used to have that type of thinking, or are dealing with that kind of thinking. And I remember just thinking deeply about my clients and also about like the truth and what I know about the coaching industry and business. And what I what I really started to think about is like, Women of color love to invest in themselves. But saying that felt very bold. Saying that, I felt like, ooh, some people are going to be totally triggered by this because they're going to they're gonna have all these reasons of like, wait, here are all the reasons why we aren't investing in ourselves. 
I knew it was going to trigger people, but it was an integrity with me to go out there and say the thing that needed to be said. And I did. And I went out there and I did it. And I got such an amazing response. So many people were like, yes, that's true. Women of color do love to invest in themselves. Yes, that's true. Like they, It helped people think about how this statement was true. So when I mean taking up space, I mean really being authentic and real to you and what's in your integrity and what you have to say and who you need to be and being unapologetically that. How are you showing up in your business like that? Are you showing up in your business like that? And if not, why not? I want you to ask yourself these questions because I'll tell you what, whether you feel it now or whether you feel it when you hit a certain milestone, I felt it when I hit 200K, there's going to be a moment where the you hit these big milestones and you're going to think that it should feel different or you're going to have imposter syndrome or you're going to have these thoughts of like, I don't know how I got here. This is all a fluke, blah, 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 blah. But you will have to grow past that regardless. So I always want you to be investigating and asking yourself questions so you're aware of what happens in your mind and you're aware of like what scarcity thoughts come up and question yourself and question your thoughts so you can always learn to align with like what are your values, what's an integrity with you and how can you show up more of yourself in everywhere you are. A couple other things that my clients mentioned when I asked them this question about a leader's mindset is that they're unapologetic and vulnerable. Unapologetic and vulnerable. Now, I'm not talking about vulnerable in like sharing all your business and that means you're vulnerable. When we talk, I want you to really think like, who do you look up to? What are some of the greatest leaders out there? I always think for some reason my brain goes to like athletes and I think a lot of Serena Williams. I think of Steph Curry. I think, I mean, obviously I think of like Oprah and Beyonce and people like that. But when I think about that, I'm like, how are they vulnerable? How are they practicing vulnerability? Not from a place of like, I'm going to be vulnerable for attention, but from a place of like, I'm okay with myself. And like having such security in being themselves that they're willing to do the vulnerable thing, right? They're willing to be, I think this might be another one that we talked about, but they're willing to be misunderstood. Being misunderstood is so vulnerable. Are you willing to be misunderstood? Are you willing to be misunderstood? Like what does unapologetic look like for you? Someone who I absolutely love. She's been on the podcast. I'm, I'm going to have her on the podcast again. 
Her name is Janice Torres Rodriguez. She is the host of Yo Quiero Dinero podcast. It's a podcast, but it's also a huge community. She has an amazing website and blog. Like she's just incredible. And luck, you know, I'm lucky to call her my friend. But I remember when I started following her, and even now, full transparency, she is just someone that I look to who I really consider super unapologetic and really a leader in the personal finance industry, especially for Latinas, people of color. But one thing that I took from her um, as I've followed her and as we become friends is that she's always willing, like she's always sharing her data of her, of how much money she's making because she teaches side hustles and she teaches blogs and making revenue that way. And she's so transparent about her numbers. And I remember, especially in the beginning of my journey, she was someone who really, really gave me a lot of permission to be very unapologetic as well. As I grew my business and as I shared my results, which I'm not saying you have to share results, but I wanted to share my results. I'm a business coach. I want people to know that like, if this is possible for me, it's possible for you. But she was so unapologetic about it and it gave me such permission. Seeing someone who was like me and so unapologetic made me feel so safe to also be myself. I want you to think about that for yourself. How are you showing up unapologetic? And are you? Or are you keeping it safe and just doing the same shit every day in your marketing and calling it brave? What are you doing to really put yourself in positions where you could fail? You could fail. Another thing that came up when we were talking about leaders is we said that leaders are willing to say the wrong thing or be disliked. That's a hard one because we all want to be liked. We all want to be liked. We want to say the right things. I think I practice this the most. I've always been very forward. I've always been very blunt. And I've I've always been... I mean, you guys probably know this about me already because you listen to the podcast, but I've, I've just always been very forward and very unapologetic in the things that I say. I've always been that way. And I think as I've grown an audience and I've grown my business, I've realized it even more because a lot of people aren't into me and my, you know, the way I coach, which is so okay and so fine. But when I think about this thought of like leaders are willing to say the wrong thing, I put that in quotes, or be disliked. There's a post I made recently on Instagram. It was really funny. 
Um, and it was about, it, it was this like audio and it was like, if you're going to stop me, if you want to stop me, you're going to have to effing kill me. <laughs> it's a real. And I did that and I put this quote of like, stop telling people that their mindset will make them more money. And the truth is I'm never going to stop saying that because what changed the game for me was really learning how to manage my mind. Like that is a $200,000 skill I learned. And it's not just me. My clients have made lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money in their business that feels good because they have learned and are mastering the skill of mastering their mind, understanding their mind deeper, learning how to take care of themselves in ways they've never taken care of themselves before. So nobody, nobody, like there's a lot of business coaches out there who will tell you like, it's not just your mindset. It's not just this. You have to do A, B, and C. And look, I disagree with them too, right? And that's okay. I don't have a problem with them. I think they're, there's, this is great that there's different ways to do things. But I remember when I started going hard on mindset and really sharing that, it felt really wrong. And there was a lot of people who were like rolling their eyes at me. But I had to be okay with that. I was practicing this before I was like a quote unquote leader. I was just practicing being a leader. Like I had to become okay with pissing some people off. I have a, an episode on my podcast. It's called Polarizing Content. And I talk about being okay with how, what your methods are and what you teach. Because there will be people, and sometimes they'll be your friends, that disagree with your methods. And that is okay. I want you to know that's safe. But you have to have you have to find that safety within yourself because the truth is that leaders they're willing to be wrong they're willing to have that hate on them sometimes it doesn't make it easy right but they're willing they'll say what needs to be said even it's even if it's very uncomfortable for the audience are you willing to Like, I want you to think, like, what have I not said to my clients or what do they need to hear that I haven't said that I'm a little nervous of saying? Am I willing to be disliked? Am I willing to put out a post or throw a webinar or whatever? Am I willing to do this work and then people not like what I have to say? Are you willing? Are you willing? Another thing we discussed in the mastermind when we were talking about a leader's mindset is that leaders really are great at finding the joy in the journey. One thing you know for sure, it doesn't mean the journey's easy. And I'm not saying all leaders are this way. But 
I have seen over and over and over time, and I've experienced, to be honest, that leaders will absolutely find the joy in the growth. They're not stuck on like the results and needing them right now. Do they have the desire of it? Sure. But they're thinking long term. They're like, this. I'm, whatever I'm going through right now, this is my journey. I don't get to pick and choose my journey. And they're always willing to just like enjoy it step by step. Does it mean there's times they don't enjoy it? No. But it's clear that like leaders will find the joy where there is joy to be found. And they're not always going to be stuck with like, I want the results and I want them now. They know that it's going to take work. They know that it's going to take patience. They know they have to be patient. And they will challenge themselves to find the joy in the process. They'll tell themselves things like, I'm building something great. I'm really doing something here. I know it's coming. I know the results aren't here now. I'm I'm doing this all the time, y'all. I'm in the middle of pregnancy and on, I mean, honest truth is I have such a desire to do more and more and more in my business, but I also have to honor my body in a lot of ways. And right now I'm really challenging myself to just accept the circumstance I'm in and find the joy in the process. Now, <laughs> got to be honest. Finding the joy has been very difficult, but I will be I will say that I have just accepted that this is my circumstance right now and I am 100% safe in this circumstance and this circumstance isn't going to define me. It's only going to make me actually better. I keep telling myself that this pregnancy I'm learning million dollar lessons. The lessons I'm learning in this really tough time, really in my life, um, I've decided to look at these like million dollar lessons I'm learning ahead of time. That's what I mean by like learning to enjoy the journey you're on, finding the joy in the journey. Because like it's 100% not going to be great all the time. But you, as a leader, have to be willing to look at your circumstances from a different view. And sometimes your circumstances are going to suck, and that's okay too. Like sometimes you're just going to have to feel the emotions and feel really shitty, and that's okay. You're allowed to do that. But long term, long term, leaders will find the joy. They will find the value in accepting where they are in the path to where they're going. Like, I don't want you to look at other people and be like, oh, well, their offer is so perfect and this person's offer is this and I'm still doing one-on-one or I should have done one-on-one and now I have a group and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Like, tell yourself the story of like, I'm learning all the time and I always get to make decisions for my business and my life. And right now I have to accept where I am in this journey. And when it's time to pivot, should I decide to, I will. But find the enjoyment where you're at, find the value of where you're at. 
And then lastly, leaders, this is like for sure, leaders are willing to go first. They're willing to say the hard things first. They're willing to disrupt the industry or disrupt the classroom or disrupt whatever. They are willing to be first. They are willing to, I, when I think about being first, I think about being called, like I think about the the whole scene in my head is like uh, people are getting picked to be on like teams in PE for like basketball or some sport and everybody lines up and there's two captains and then you get, you know, uh, like they're picking who's going to be on each team and a person raising their hand and being like, I want to be on your team. Like that takes such bravery. That takes such bravery. Or, or if someone's like, who's going to be captain and someone raises their hand. They're willing to go first, willing to go first with all the emotions of going first. I remember when I started my podcast, I mean, y'all, when I started my podcast, I did it so imperfectly that the first three episodes on my podcast, I didn't even edit because I didn't want the editing to stop me from actually publishing the podcast. And I knew it would because I had done it in the past. Like I had done YouTube um, videos and I hadn't actually put them out because I didn't, I, it took me too long to edit and then I needed to learn stuff and then it got delayed. And then I just decided not to put it out. But with the podcast, I was like, I am so willing to do this messy. I really made a deal with myself that like, I will be the hottest mess in the world, but I will not stop doing this podcast. And I committed and I did it and I was willing to go first and I did not edit the first three episodes. If I stuttered on a podcast episode, you could listen. My first three, there's a few where I stuttered and then I would pause and then I would just start all start the sentence all over again. I could have edited that out, but if I edited it out, it wouldn't have probably went out, got published. I was willing to go first. So if there are things on your list that you've been wanting to do in your business, that you've been wanting to create for your clients, that you've, whatever it is, some marketing you've been wanting to test, I want you to go first. I want you to face all the emotions of what it feels like to go first. Because that's a whole lot of feelings. When I think about the leaders like I, I, I had a conversation about uh, Steph Curry with my masterminders and we were talking about, well, I was telling them, I'm from the Bay Area. So Steph Curry's he's a basketball player on the Golden State Warriors and they just won, I think it's their fifth um, championship. And I remember Steph Curry when he when they won their first one like that season he really became known to throw three pointers three point shots right and a lot of people in the industry hated on him 
because basketball, as everyone knew, was two points a shot. And you do there are three, there are areas on the court where you would hit three pointers, but it wasn't like a thing. It was just like a, oh, if you are past this, you get three points, right? And nobody ever really optimized the three pointers. No one really took advantage of those three point shots because it made just so much more sense to get the two pointers because you're more likely to get the shot, right? That was like the way basketball was. But Steph Curry was like, I'm going to get as many three pointers as possible. And I'm actually going to optimize on this type of shooting and I'm going to become great at three pointers. And what happened was that he did that. And basketball in itself started changing because people started really optimizing on three-point shots. And this was happening in high school teams, in middle school teams. And I remember watching like sports like news and they were saying how Steph is ruining the game of basketball because now all the kids want to shoot three-pointers. And kind of like, that's not how you play basketball. You shouldn't be focused on that. You should be focused on this and la, 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 la. And he had to take that heat. He had, he was like, I'm willing to go first. I'm sure it wasn't like that. I'm sure he didn't think that. But like he had to take that heat. He had to do the the thing and become the person who played basketball in quote unquote wrong. But it was an integrity with him. That was his jam. That was what he was into. He was willing to go first. Now for you, I ask you the same thing. Are you willing to go first? Are you willing to say the hard things? How can you show up in your life like the leader you want to be? Because the next question I asked my clients, and I think this would be a good question for you to really think about, is what is going to stop you from showing up this way in your business? What is going to stop you from showing up as a leader, as like an authentic leader in your business? What is going to stop you? And I asked this to my own clients and a lot came up. Money drama, doubt in the process, time, not resting, asking for help, not taking care of myself, cancel culture, being misunderstood, motherhood, comparing myself, scarcity, right? Like all these things are going to stop them from what's, you know, from them really showing up as a leader. And what I ask you is, are you willing to work through that work? Because I'll tell you what, like you're not just going to be handed the big milestone that you want. You're not. There is not one single entrepreneur I know that hasn't like struggled and had to really work through the growth to get where they wanted to be. I I was scrolling through Instagram recently and I heard someone say, and I, I, I thought I found it really interesting. They said, the amount the level of the struggle is the level 
of the milestone. The level of the struggle is the level of the milestone that's coming. You don't know it's coming because it just feels like a struggle when you're in the middle of it. But when I think about 2020, and I worked my ass off that year, y'all. I mean, I worked my ass off that year. And I think about the struggle and how I wanted it so bad. And I tried everything. And it seemed like nothing was working for me. And it was a whole year of just shitty results or what it felt like shitty results. And I kept investing in myself and I kept doing all these things. And I I was really unsure if I was making the right decisions. It was a struggle, y'all. And then the next year, my business really started growing. That felt like, yeah, for sure, the struggle matched the milestone. So if you are living in comfort, and I'm not talking, I'm, don't hate me for this, but I'm not talking about just posting on Instagram, doing a live doing like trying new ways to market and calling that being brave. Sure, there are levels of like bravery that go into that, but I really mean put yourself in the face of rejection. Put yourself in the face of failure. What is that going to look like? That's what I want you to learn how to handle. Like if you put a real out there and you've never done a reel before, I'm proud of you. But that level of, that level of like, I mean, it might, I don't know what failure would look like for that. Maybe not as many likes as you want, but I'm not talking about that kind of stuff. There are layers to that. And I'm saying that part is important, especially if you struggle with marketing. But I really want you to put yourself in the face of failure and being misunderstood and saying the wrong things and being willing to be disliked, that is what leaders are made of. That is how you find the leaders in you. And I would bet money that you have exercised a lot of these leadership qualities, but you've exercised them in other places in your life. So I don't want you to feel like it's so far from who you are now because it's just not the truth. You've already done hard shit. You've already faced failure. You've already faced rejection, most of you. So I don't want you to act like this is like brand new territory for you. It's not. You felt failure. You felt rejected. You felt misunderstood. And you grew out of it. (laughs) So go out there and be leaders. Show up for yourself in a way you are proud of. Because the result that you want, that milestone you want, the 200K you want, the 100K you want, the 500K you want, in my case, the 700K I want, that shit is not going to land on our laps. It will not land on our laps. We will make it happen and we will make it happen by trusting ourselves deeply and by using our brains and using our wits, wits, is that even a word? Using our brain and really putting all the work we've done on ourselves in action 
having a deep self-trust, understanding our mind in a deeper way, and then making it happen. All right, y'all. I hope that was good for you today. If you want to be a part of Show Up and Lead, doors open to round two in November, and I want to make sure you're on the list. So in the bottom of these, um, this podcast in the show notes, you'll see a link. You could sign up to get on the wait list and we will get started in January. So the doors will open in November, probably the end of November. And then we'll get started in the beginning of January to really, really, really commit to the next level of your business, sell out your services, and get on your journey to six figures. Okay. I will see you next time. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. See ya. Hey, amiga. If you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out for Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, katdalcarmen.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.